0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Show Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 12th. We're recording this 6.16 p.m. Mountain Time. And the wild card round is here. The NFL playoffs are here, baby. Let's go. Wow, that was a loud <laughs> clap, Eli. Good job. A little more further away. Yeah, make sure they hear it. All right, let's start. We're, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some coaches getting fired, quarterbacks leaving or staying, and then we're going to preview and make our picks for all of the wildcard games this weekend. But let's start with... I thought there was really only two notable games to go over from last week. Um, obviously, the 49ers beating the Rams 27-24 to in overtime. Brandon, how much of that game did you think you weren't going to make the playoffs? Because it's got to be a large amount.
1: Um... At least half of the game. I mean, at least half. It, we went down to seventy nothing, and it felt like Jimmy was not healthy, and it was, and it almost had this 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 feel that Kyle was going to stick with Jimmy no matter what. Um, but I think what really got the momentum going was the field goal right before halftime that we were we were we were able to get on the board, and we knew we got the ball in the second half, and we could make it a one score game at that point. So uh, up up until it was about seventeen three, I had I had no faith, I had no confidence. Um, but after that, you know. What happened? Happened, and we were able to pull that
0: one out. Well, it was just a weird day because you guys knew going into that game that you had to either beat the Rams or the Saints had to lose to the Falcons, and and the Saints losing to the Falcons wasn't totally out of the I questions. I right. mean, the Falcons have been decent. They're actually very surprising to me, to be honest. That they, I think they're seven and ten, and yeah. that blew my mind. They were in playoff contention <laughs> until like, two That's weeks ago. Um, but then, then you see, you, you know, I think they showed. Uh, John Lynch in the press box and he has the Saints Falcons game on behind him and you just see the little ticker in this in this corner of the screen and it's Saints are up seventeen zero and then the Niners are down seventeen zero, so I'm assuming most most Saints fan at that point were like, We're we're going to the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. we we've got this thing.
1: Yeah. Um it was like it was like right when we kicked the field goal, this the Falcons had turned the ball over for the third time already in the game and it was just like, Man, nothing's going our way and yeah, at, the, at halftime of the Niners game, if you're a Niners fan, you pretty much have to throw that Falcons game out the window. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the Niners did too. I think I think they were checking their phones at halftime and go, okay, well, that option's gone. So now mm-hmm. we got to take care of business and get the win.
0: And they did. I mean, <laughs> Matthew, I think when we were watching this game, I said probably four different times if Jimmy G doesn't make this drive, <laughs> like he's in some big trouble. And a couple times he didn't. You know, he throws that pick right. that Ramsey makes that crazy tit play and... I think there was another drive that you guys had that you didn't score on late in the game, but then, I mean, he did. He came through, he scored, and got the field goal in overtime, and then I don't even know what Stafford was doing on that deep ball, the the (laughs) interception, but...
1: He's thrown three of those against us. Like, literally just throws the ball up twice that game, and then the one to Odell the first time, Odell's first game, he just... He throws it up, and he's just like, that's like a punt anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Uh, So the Niners get into the playoffs. We'll talk about their matchup later. Really, the game... Of the week on Sunday, <laughs> one of the craziest regular season games I can ever remember watching. Just with all the playoff implications, Raiders beat the Chargers thirty-five to thirty-two. We've had so many discussions. There's been so many discussions about the timeout, the infamous timeout that Brandon Staley called. First of all, just props to the Chargers for getting back into that game. What was how, how many plays was that drive with? Like it was like 17, roughly. Yeah. I think it might have even been 19. It was 19. Yeah. In two minutes. It was a lot. <laughs> in, and they I mean, four fourth down conversions yeah. on that drive yeah. alone. And Herbert leads them back. They score, tie the game, go to overtime. <laughs> Both teams kick a field goal in overtime. You're thinking this tie actually might happen, especially when the Raiders burnt a bunch of clock getting down there. And then yeah, if you if you've missed the game, it's okay. Let's set the scene. Third and six, mm-hmm. about a minute left. The clock is moving. Correct. Yeah,
1: it's like forty eight seconds, and yeah, the clock is running. Third and six. Yeah.
0: And then, and it's a tie game. They're out of field eh, on the cusp of field goal range. I would say. Yeah. Apparently, it was like a fifty seven yarder, and you're probably not going to kick a fifty seven yarder. Because there, I mean, that's a. I feel like the kickers take an extra step, maybe on that, or an extra second to, so that it's yeah. a possibility it gets blocked. They could also return it. Right. So you're probably not kicking the 57 yarder, and the clock is moving. And Staley calls a timeout. Now, the one of the best parts about this, in my opinion, was that Al and Chris, the announcers, were really confused about the timeout call, just as we were. I I remember. I think I even said as we we're watching this. I. You know they, they the refs signal timeout and then they point to the Chargers and I was like the Chargers called a timeout and and Brandon you were saying something interesting to me like today earlier about you know like the first fifteen seconds you were on where you, did you, say you yeah, were so on like, board
1: my first thought I was like okay the timeout let his defense breathe they know they got to stop the run here um let like get your get your run stoppers out there do what you got to do to make this a long field goal or let the Raiders run the timeout and they both get in the playoffs right. So, I was on board for about the first 15 seconds, and then I thought maybe, maybe the Raiders were going to try to seal this thing, you know, and go for a pass, but that, that was way out of the picture. But, the timeout just, it made sense for the defense to get the breather, because they were going up and down the field, they were running all over them, and they had to get the right guys in there. But, I mean, hindsight, you know, who knows what Right. Going, but.
0: Do you guys actually think that if there was no timeout, the Raiders were going to take a knee? Because that's the big question that everyone's asking.
2: I... Th- think so, but and I think they probably would have played it off like we didn't want to take the risk of like kicking a long field goal and like knowing that a tie would get into the playoffs. Not necessarily like a shaking the hands with the Chargers, but
3: more of just a we didn't need to take the risks risk, so we didn't. Yeah. Kinda of thing. I think they probably would have handed it off like they did. I just think that they kind of would have just been at peace with whatever happened. I right. think that's – they probably did the same run. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a little simple run up the middle and yeah, make sure you don't fumble it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if they get enough yards so they feel comfortable in field goal range, so let's do it. But I think when they called the timeout, it was kind of like, okay, all right, I guess we'll we'll get ready and we'll we'll dial up a nice little run, you we'll know, cut down, outside. You know, yeah. yeah, and they're like, all right, I guess we're going to finish him off. I don't know. I, I think the timeout maybe was just kind of like – Like okay, you really want us to eliminate you, huh? Like that was kind (laughs) of their mindset a little bit. But (laughs) I don't. I feel bad for Chargers. Like I wish they would have just. If I were them, I wish the Raiders would have lied. Even if the players, I wish they'd just been like, no, no, we would have. We're trying to win. Like I wouldn't want to know that they maybe would have let it
1: tie. Everyone, (laughs) everyone turned on Staley at that point. You know, yeah, the 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 thought that they maybe would have took a knee if the timeout wasn't called. But I think I believe that they would have ran the ball. I think it might. Yeah, it it definitely would have been a more simple. Inside zone, here's the ball, just be safe, instead of a counter downhill right. off the tackle run. So, yeah, I mean, it's I don't think either way is right. I really don't. I think that this, this is just the way the, the cookie crumbled. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is what it is.
0: So, to me, I, I, I agree with you guys, and I'm not. Staley's receiving a lot of criticism, as you said, for calling the timeout. To me, it's not the calling of the timeout, it's that Staley's a defensive head coach, and they could not stop the run in the most obvious <laughs> run scenario. How. How does he say he's he even said his reasoning for calling his timeout was to I think he said to give the defense a rest He said we are in the wrong personnel or something and we wanted to get our run defense out there And they could not stop mm-hmm. it still. How does they gain? How does, they gain t- later. How does that be happen? How does that happen? That's what yes. concerns me more about Staley The Chargers are the only team that have a star quarterback that did not get hurt during the season to miss the playoffs That's very concerning. It's concerning that Herbert has missed the playoffs two years in a row by one or two games both the years to first his head coach, like last year was Anthony Lynn for being too conservative. Now you can make the argument that Staley's too aggressive. I mean, they go for it on literally every fourth down, no matter if it's in on the other opponent's 20-yard line or not. So it it's just, I don't know, it's sad that we don't get to see Herbert in the playoffs. It's sad that we have to see Big Ben and the Steelers instead because yeah. Herbert's so much more fun to watch. But, I mean, besides Lamar and Russ are the two other quarterbacks, but they were hurt, you know, during stretches of this year that and their teams missed the playoffs. I don't know if I'm I, – I, it's Staley's first year. He, You know, he gets a little bit of a pass. He definitely received some of the blame for them not making the playoffs because mm-hmm. their defense was the problem. I was telling Brandon earlier today, it's a very weird – Situation in today's NFL to have a star quarterback and a defensive-minded head coach. Because what's going to happen... Like, the offensive coordinator for the Chargers is Joe Lombardi. And what's going to happen is all these offensive... Like, the offensive coordinator is going to come to the Chargers. They're going to put up huge numbers, and he's going to go get a head coaching job. And then a new offensive coordinator is going to come in, and they're going to put up massive numbers, and that guy's going to go get a head coaching job. And they're going to have to keep putting in new offensive coordinators. I bet he has four or five offensive coordinators in the next six or seven years because those they're going to have massive success because it's Herbert and he's one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league and he's, what, 23, 24 years old?
1: The guy was second in yards, third in touchdowns, and third in QBR. And, and he they didn't make the playoffs. It's, that's ridiculous. I wonder when the last time that happened because that's ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where, especially Staling being a defensive guy, I remember when he got hired, we all kind of questioned the hire. It was just a weird fit and i don't know the, the media loves him because he's good in press conferences and he is the analytics guy he make you know he, he goes for it on fourth downs but you have to make the playoffs i know i was high on the chargers i think we all kind of were high on the chargers at the beginning of the year and i expected them to make the playoffs for sure so i don't know what we what staley's going to do I, there's no way they fire him right it's nah, his I first it's year long, though. but But you got—I mean, they can't make the playoffs anymore. How how much longer do you waste Herbert's rookie contract? It's just a bummer. That's what's a bummer is that he only has two more years on on this rookie deal, and they wasted another one not getting to the playoffs with a pretty good roster around him.
1: He was second in yards, and he didn't have—he didn't have one game where he threw for over four hundred yards. Everything was under four hundred. That's that's just consistent. I mean, that's crazy, man.
0: Alright, is there any more games on Sunday that we should touch? I didn't feel like there was any more meaningful games. I mean, the Steelers-Ravens game was good, but the Steelers won, obviously. I didn't have any more I wanted to touch on. Did you guys? If you bet on
1: the the four Packers, I mean, you got screwed in that one, but... (laughs) Who had them as their lock? Me. Yeah, that's a tough (laughs) one.
0: (laughs) Um, Alright, so transitioning from Sunday night to Monday night, Georgia. Finally beats Alabama and the national title. I'm gonna give Georgia a round of yeah. applause. Okay. I'm pretty. Were we all rooting yeah. for Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, except Eric Boehner. I tell you, Eric Boehner got like pissed at me for <laughs> saying I like posted something. I was like I was posted something. I was like down goes Bama, and he's like he's like you just hate them because they're good. Like that's correct. Yes, yes, <laughs> like I like to see. I like to see new people play i see no false statements here (laughs) yeah exactly uh that was as close that those are the kind of football games i like to watch personally i I know everyone nowadays likes the shootouts and this game to me is more entertaining than just whoever doesn't score the touchdown loses the game this type of game was awesome uh it was i mean bama's offense has been insane the past few weeks and to see them still be good, but then Georgia stop them every single time in the red zone, it felt like, was... I mean, we, we said at the end of this game, everyone was kind of high on Stenson Bennett, you know, because he led, led them back. And rightfully so, we'll get to Stenson later in the fourth quarter. But without the three quarters of insane football that Georgia's defense played, they don't win that game. No.
1: That's a defensive game right there. It yeah. is. Georgia's defense should get all the credit. Yeah, their offense stepped up in the end, but when you can hold that Bama defense to, what, 17 or 18, whatever they had, and you're right. I mean, holding teams of field goals, after one or two, it starts wearing that offense down, and it, it gets frustrating because three points is, is minimal when, it, when we talk about getting touchdowns down there. So. Right. I mean,
3: Georgia has been one of those teams that have been top five in recruiting for the last like five years. I mean, they've been out-recruiting Bama.
0: Like, they've, like, been three, number yeah, one. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And so it's like – you look at them, and you look at the players they have on defense, on offense, and you're like, why in the heck are, have they lost eight straight to Bama when it's, you know, the talent is there. And so it was, it was really cool to see that finally come out, especially after the SEC championship game where they just got dominated. And I think, you know, even though Georgia was, quote-unquote, the favorite, like they really embraced that, like, underdog, nobody-believes-in-us mentality. And, you know... Injuries kind of go their way with you know obviously with Williams going out, but I don't know. It's good for them. I'm really excited. It's it's awesome to see just a different team. Work. Mm-hmm. I think it it kind of starts to balance things out recruiting a right. little bit, exactly. not a ton, but.
0: Well, and there that underdog mentality they brought up that's led by Simpson Bennett. So we, I mean, played horrible for three quarters. I think every time they showed him on the screen, us the, when we we're watching it, we we're like how was he still I mean it's it was it was bad it was really bad for three quarters
1: really he probably had like 18 bad quarters against Bama I mean, <laughs> yeah seriously, seriously. <laughs> and then,
0: <laughs> and then he has that weird fumble that Eli were you saying it was like the guy on Bama that recovered it almost accidentally recovered it
2: yeah it was one of those things where like if there's an obvious incomplete pass, but it maybe it's a fumble, like you see it in football all the time, they just grab it. Like this guy was just like grabbing the ball. I didn't think he was trying to keep his foot in bounds. Like he was just, he just kind of held on to it and they gave it to him. And it was that the game like flipped and then flipped like immediately, immediately back after that. Like, when they got that ball, I thought it was gonna be over.
0: Yeah, I mean, they get the ball and then they finally get into the end zone. For the first time that game, Bama scores a touchdown. And you're just like, I mean, that's an ultimate bad break for Georgia. No one thought it was a, it, like he recovered it. It was just a weird play, and then they get into the end zone. Georgia's defense finally breaks, and you're just like, dang it, that that really sucks. We had a great game, and then Bama's now they're gonna get a stop, and Bama's gonna pull away. And Stenson Bennett, I mean, he said it in the post game, I love the simplicity of his answer. He was just like, I was not going to let us lose. I was not going to be the reason that we lose. Our defense had played well all game. Our line had played. Their line had played... Defense and offense had played so much better than the first game. And you just knew he... I'm trying to, like, picture myself in Stenson Bennett's mind as he's sitting... He walks to the bench. He probably sits down, throws his helmet after they give Bama the ball on that fumble. And he's like... I am going to be the sole reason we lose this football game. <laughs> I mean, you've got, I, everything is he weighing has down. The past. <laughs> exactly. He
1: knows the
2: feeling.
0: And then he goes off. I think it was four for four yeah. and two touchdowns. Exactly.
2: Four for four, 83 yards and two touchdowns after his fumble.
0: It's incredible. And then I mean, Mitchell makes that insane catch in the end zone, and they they run it down Bama's throats. Which I I think I kept saying during that drive, it was like. You're like, oh, then th- this time they're gonna get stopped for no gain, and they just kept running it, kept running, kept running it, and then they finally pull it out, throw it to that freshman tight end that looks like he's 28 years old and he's 18, <laughs> and goes in the end zone untouched. And then Keeley Ringo picks off Bryce Young, Keeley Ringo from Tacoma, Washington, shout up Keeley and takes it back for a touchdown. And you're like, Alabama, <laughs> they lost. Like Georgia's gonna win this thing. I don't know. It happened. I, I, I think you said that Eli. It flipped, you thought, in Bama's direction, and then it flipped right back in Georgia's direction. I wonder if, maybe, what do you guys think if that play doesn't happen? Do you think Georgia would, do you think that same thing, do you think Georgia goes down and scores? I think that might have, like, flipped exactly. it, yeah, ignited yeah. something in Georgia smart, that, like, sure. we need to do this. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah that's yeah, like you know. it's, it's, it's what you can't, like, you love to think that, like, oh, man, Georgia would have went on the run without that, but you're right, I and mean, there's just, there's catalysts in games that just, sometimes they happen, and, Makes everything go. Mm-hmm. It's football. <laughs>
0: and then after kind of the celebration winds down, I think Eli brought it up as we were watching it, and Matthew just brought it up on the pod. Jamison Williams gets hurt. John Mechie, their second receiver, was out this game. Do you want to say, it Eli? If <laughs> I'll just say, it. if oh, if Jamison Williams and or Mechie plays, is this a different game? Does I, does Bama win? I say no. You said no. Okay, I like that.
2: I don't think I don't think that problem there was a couple dropped passes but um but Georgia's defense was getting after Bryson a lot. Like they he was always under pressure it felt like. And anytime he completed a pass if there was a run, there was always multiple guys right there to make the tackle. So like yeah, I think it maybe would have been a closer game, but I don't think having Jamison Williams both of them may be a different story. But, like, if Jameson... Mechie's been out for a few games, right? Like, he's been out for a little while. I think he was lost in the SEC Championship. Yeah, CC so just,
0: like, a game and a half they played without him before this.
2: Yeah. Um. But if Jameson, Jameson Williams didn't get hurt, I mean, yeah, maybe they get, like, another touchdown. But, like, Bryson, he still has to get the ball to him. And I feel like that was one of his problems was Georgia getting after him.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think if, you have, if they're both healthy... I just I don't know if I see the the red zone going as dominant in George's direction. I think those two the game plans that have to go in like I mean if you're you know when you have those one-on-one shots with those two, you're taking them so often and I just think without those guys game planning even with you know they have you know their freshman wide receivers are going to be really good. They just always are. But I don't know, it's just it's tough to really you know, if one thing goes different, you know, like Brandon talked about, just the catalyst of football, you never know. Like one thing might go a different direction and it just, everything after that just is totally different. So I don't know. I think they're so even and kind of back and forth that I could definitely see something like that. You know, even if they played three times, still, I still, I don't know who I'd pick to be honest with you. Right. If they yeah. played next week, I don't, that's a tough decision. Like they're just, they're so close since. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know, I want to say yeah. I am going to say yeah. Because, like you said, I mean, everybody knows that Bama just has this revolving door of wide receivers that come in and are stars. But at the end of the day, those new wide receivers come in and don't have the rapport with Bryce Young mm-hmm. that, that Jameson Williams or Mechie did. So at the end of the day, you still got to be able to know the timing of your wide receivers and, and being able to throw those hot routes that you know exactly where they're going to go. But if you can't trust the guy, quarterbacks are hesitant and that's where problems start to become and like you said, Bryce is just getting he's getting bombarded by that defensive line over and over and over again. It's like he doesn't have anybody he can trust out there at that point. It's gets tough for a quarterback at that point. So I definitely think yeah. that if he's got the guys he trusts in there that it is a different story mm-hmm. for at least Alabama's offense.
0: Yeah. The part that too without like Eli mentioned the way that Georgia's D line was able to get after Bryce, but they were the run game was non existent for Alabama. Mm-hmm. And that is that was, I mean, the reason they were able to beat Cincy is, like, everyone talked about that Cincy game being, Cincy has the DBs, and they had really good DBs. I mean, they That's shut huge, down. That's <laughs> so big. And they're, like, two first-rounders in Cincinnati's, but they were, Bama was able to run the ball. I mean, that was, watching the Bama-Cincy game is a vintage Alabama game. It felt like Derrick Henry and Bo Scarborough were back out <laughs> there, just impossible to tackle. And Georgia's D-line just... Georgia's D-line are the most massive humans (laughs) for all (laughs) the time. And they have, like, four of them. Like, Jordan Davis is by far the biggest, and he's the biggest name. But then they rotate, like, four or five of them in. And they all wear, like, 94, 95, 96, 88, 98. Just units. And they're just ginormous. And they just, like, swallow these running backs. Uh, Yeah, I mean, is it a different game? Yeah, it's obviously a different game. Could could Georgia still win? I think it's for sure. Yeah, I like what you said, Matthew. I think they play... Ten times it's probably five and five. I mean, it's they're super equal. Bama might have a slight edge because there's quarterback. I mean, Bryce Young is miles ahead of Stenson Bennett. But right, yeah, we got the best two teams in football. Exactly, exactly. And then Stenson Bennett's. Why do they keep making guys do interviews at eight a.m. after they win a national championship? (laughs)
1: It's it's like his agents like you gotta go on Good Morning America.
0: If you don't, you're gonna look bad. So just show up, and he's like.
1: What's the question?
0: Like, <laughs> come on, buddy. I just saw someone be like, "Can we do a Good Afternoon America next <laughs> yeah. time Like, give these poor kids a break. They win a national championship, and you're <laughs> like, "Hey, make sure you don't party too hard tonight because you have to go talk to Michael Strahan on Good Morning America for five minutes at eight a.m." <laughs> like, come on.
1: If I'm in his shoes, I wouldn't change a thing, though.
0: Oh no, not! At all. I'm sure he agrees. The
1: times with your friends are way more important well, yeah. than a damn interview on Good Morning America. So. I, yeah,
0: I don't think he regrets it at all all right new segment we're gonna call this stock up stock down i didn't i don't know if you guys have anything prepared for this so if you guys do you can go ahead but for kind of the off season we're gonna do this just so we can talk about other stuff rather than the hypotheticals that we come up with over the off season it just kind of allows us to talk about maybe like pop culture or just i don't know things going around in the news and so it's like stock up stock down so things that are that stocks going up and things that stocks going down. So I'll do it today. If you guys have any that you want to add, go ahead. Uh, my stock up is Peaky Blinders because the season six trailer of Peaky Blinders coming out. And I, when Brandon t- said yesterday, Jack, have you seen the Peaky Blinders trail- trailer? I had not thought about Peaky Blinders in forever and that got me so excited about Peaky Blinders. <laughs> so that is my stock up. My stock down is our great country, the United States of America. Um, <laughs> For two reasons. One, inflation is at 7%. Crazy. I don't know. A t- I'm a business major, by the way, but I don't really know <laughs> totally what that does for us. But I saw that it's never gotten there before, so I decided to put that on there. The US dollar's worth less. That's what okay, means. so there we go. That sucks. Um, and also, stock down for USA because North Korea launched another missile. And they keep launching yeah. missiles. I don't care that it's in the EC. They launch unknown missiles, and that freaks me out a little bit. I don't care if China's our biggest threat. When North Korea's launching unknown <laughs> missiles, that freaks me out. I'm sorry.
1: I just, you know, it'd be a terrible thing, but if we got to the point where we got big old rocket launchers on the coast shooting down missiles, I mean, it's going to be crazy. You
0: know? That's what that's what confuses me about this whole, like, when you talk about North Korea having nuclear weapons, people are like, oh, well, we have stuff that they can we can shoot down. I'm like, so you just want... Our country's just free falling nukes. Like, What's the all right, let's everyone start launching just, them now. <laughs> that doesn't sound good to
1: me. Just because you destroy a nuke in the air does not mean that everything it contains still doesn't contaminate everything that it falls in. Exactly. Like, right. There'd be a there'd just be a thousand like yeah. million square mile area in the ocean that's just contaminated with just. All this uh, crap and all these fish are dead d- and dead mutants, yeah. sea <laughs> monsters walking on shore. you like, yeah, well, we just killed the nuke, but here, here comes a Loch monster coming at us. <laughs> giant, giant squid that can breathe <laughs> air now just walks yeah. on land and just starts killing everyone. <laughs> what are your nukes contained. Well, big big fire breathing dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go stock up. COVID, uh, it's just you know, it is what it is. It's just everywhere right now. You know, can't get away from it. Uh, stock down.
0: Uh, good morning, America, maybe after that. Good <laughs> on-the-fly on thinking, Brandon. Good job. And you guys have any other? I put you guys on the spot here, so if you don't have any, don't worry about it. Or if you only have one.
2: I, uh, I have a stock down. Um, you could, it could be either, I was going to say Vegas or just sports bettors because of Georgia being favored. I know you have some, Jack, you have something about this because you, you actually liked the bet on Georgia, but I felt like the consensus was Alba was an underdog. I'd be an idiot not to bet on this. That's what I thought, at least. Well, a lot of savings lost. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of money was lost.
0: Well, didn't we say? I'm pretty sure when we were, talked about the national championship last week, we were we brought it up that Bama was underdogs, and we're like, how do you not take Bama? And I think I said in the group chat like two hours before the national championship game, I said, for some reason, I like Georgia minus two and a half because it feels so wrong. I'm gonna take it. Hold me accountable for this one. And like it, it you know what almost
1: I like like. But like stuff like that, like it really does make no sense. Like Georgia was 50. no, it makes none. But that <laughs> makes like, dude, casual like person that doesn't really follow me, like, dude, this is rigged because it's like <laughs> <laughs> Georgia's right. favored for no dang reason. But then they come out and they win by fifteen. It makes no sense. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. it's like something, something like to so you're saying their stocks down. I think they made a lot of money. Right, yeah. I think Vegas might get, be stocked up yeah, I think because they I made, think made a lot of money, sports right? Sports bettors are stocked but down. it just it doesn't make any sense, man. It's just crazy yeah. that they they for some reason their their group was like, you know what we like these little factors in this game I think we're in Georgia's favorite too right I mean the rematch stuff for sure okay.
3: anytime a team rematches uh, and then Samai so I'll get a stock up uh, virtual reality uh, <laughs> if you saw Jack's story the other yeah, I think it was yesterday right, or Brandon purchased uh, an Oculus and the dude's playing 18 holes and I gave it a chance today and I am thoroughly impressed for $299 on Amazon Uh <laughs> give it a shout out, but I I mean I am just I am just blown away. Now, it's the we with moving around. I mean it's it's, it's incredible. I <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about it, but that's stock up in my opinion. I'm I'm making a purchase at some point. <laughs> I thought without a
0: doubt. Perfect. Remember. That was yeah, that went, was, that segment went perfectly. Good <laughs> job guys. That was a great segment. We're gonna be doing that did you have something else to say, sorry?
2: I was just gonna say I can I played VR like a while ago, like my cousin has it and it it's mind blowing to me.
0: Dude, I remember playing that. He had our cousin Dylan has. Shout out Dylan. Um, he's, They're actually a Steelers fan, so good for them. Good playoffs. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out Steve. I don't, I don't, don't know. Yeah. He's got like a bar? He has bar a sick a, bar. <laughs> he's got
2: Steelers stuff everywhere. He's got like a couple <laughs> old manners things too, but just Steelers stuff everywhere.
0: His bar is what I want the shed to be one day. It's so cool. It's got like flat screens, all the Steeler merge. He's got like old chairs from the stadium and the, stuff like the that. The ground is,
2: like, AstroTurf. Yeah. I think he's got, like, football lines and stuff. That's sick. Yeah, that's He's terrible. got, um, Dylan... So Dylan's an electrician, and at some job site there's, like, a bunch of, like, bar equipment, and he found all these tubes and things for, like, beer taps. And so, I think... I don't know if they're actually going to do it or not, but, like, I think his dream is to get it set up to where if he got, like, a cake or something, he could actually have, like, right. Yeah. taps. So cool. So. Um,
0: but, yeah, he Dylan has this, like, vr racing thing with like the chair, the chair yeah. everything uh, and i tried it and i it made me car sick yeah, i i mean you turn i was sick. like yes. no, it It's great it
1: <laughs> i got one more stock down um if you're young close your ears i guess or cover your ears No, um, oh, no, brandon if, i don't know if you guys saw the kodai black stuff but he was at a hockey game Predators oh and yes Anthers, i saw and this he was caught doing the dirty inside of his little his little segment and so like fans are just videotaping him while he's with some chick in are so private it's so bad and, but I saw a video there was a video posted from his manager or his buddy that was there and they were just dancing if they weren't doing anything but from everyone else in the arena it looks like they're doing the dirty it's so funny like I'm, I'm on twitter and like I'm just sitting there and then all I see is Kodak Black trending I'm like what is he trending for and it's like videos of across the thing but it turns out they weren't doing anything but it was just super funny because everybody flipped out because everybody at the game like you Everything- can hear people in the crowd like, (gasps) Oh my god, is that Kodak Black? (laughs) There's just all this stuff
2: going on. It was so funny. It was so funny. When you said that, I thought there was going to be like footage of like, his butt cheeks. Up, no, no, goes, no really there really was bad, nothing like, shown. There was nothing okay. shown in the video.
1: It just it looked bad from the opposite point of view of fans, but the guys that were... There were a bunch
0: of people inside the little area, too, so it was really weird, but they were just, they were doing some stupid Jesus dance. People circled around them. Yeah, they uh, were just doing some stupid dance. I thing. sent you guys a tweet from it that I'm not going to read on the podcast, <laughs> but you guys can read it on your own time, and if you're a listener and you really want it, I will send it to you because it's pretty funny. Um let <laughs> that stock up or stock
1: down, do you think? I mean, he's getting media attention, so I guess he might be yeah, maybe <laughs> <I> stock up. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Now we're going to go back to talking football. So I think just a quick power rankings. We have not done our power rankings in a while. So let's do a quick power ranking. And this can kind of just be general. We don't have to rank them all 1 through 14 of the 14 playoff teams. So I <clears> – <throat> I, I don't know, how do you guys want to do this? To me, like the number The number one team right now is the Packers. I think they're the the, the best team in football right now. And I would put I would put the Packers and the Chiefs kind of in their own tier. Yeah, above yeah. everyone else. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how if I guys
1: we're unanimous, but my number one would be Chiefs. Your number yeah, one would be Chiefs. I'm confident in the Chiefs, right Okay.
0: You take the Chiefs over the Packers. Yeah, Why? Just because I know the Packers
1: history.
0: Yeah, just and because I, they yeah, don't win. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I don't know if but would you? Let, let's just. we I think we should do this as a collective. Yep, yeah, no it's not. Okay. Are they in the top? No, are they in the yeah, top tier? One, they're yes. one, two, to me, they're, they're one, one two. Two, yeah. two. Yeah. Who is that? Who's the second tier?
1: This <laughs> gets <laughs> gross. Because
0: this is where. Yeah, I don't know. It's
1: Tampa Bay. I'm throwing Tampa. Yeah, you there. have to. You put top yeah. I'm going to put
0: Buffalo in there too. Yeah, that's fair. And that, been there. Before. That's it. Then they're done. That right. might be it. Yeah,
1: I've, those teams I feel better about than Arizona or Rams. 'Cause we'll yeah, going to so. yeah
0: so then the next i'd say let's let's just skip to the bottom tier okay. the, the bottom tier to me is pittsburgh just pittsburgh maybe philly i i i think we're all higher than on most people than philly i like philly better than pittsburgh
1: but you know it's pittsburgh defense i like That's philly better than pittsburgh so yeah. but are they
0: in the same tier do you guys yeah i just can't i cannot see this is going to bite me in the butt I cannot see Pittsburgh being Kansas City at all. I can see Philly. Any other matchup,
1: I, I see a way. I see a way with their defense, but the fact that they're picking the Chiefs, I just, I don't. Yeah, see that. I, I can't. I feel bad because,
0: like, imagine Steelers Patriots. That game goes either way. That game goes
1: yeah. either way. I think even Buffalo. I think yeah. that there's yeah. a way that they can neutralize the Buffalo offense with that defense. And For sure, I see a way, but the fact of playing the Chiefs, I just don't want to give them a chance. Right,
3: yeah, and the Eagles are not in that same situation. The Bucks are hurt, the mm-hmm. Eagles have been playing pretty well, and I could see a path there. So I think I would put the Eagles one tier above, but I don't know how many teams would be in that Eagles tier. Yeah, that's I like think it's one-on-one. One. One. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, one. I was going to say, if we separate them into two tiers, I think they're each in so their that own. That basically...
0: I don't think you can have two So they're in the same. Yeah. 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 Right. So cool. so that's our, our basement <laughs> is... Is Pittsburgh and Philly I think you could honestly So we have the top two is Green Bay Kansas City. Our second tier Is What did we say? Bill's, Sorry, Bills. Bills Bucks yeah. yeah. Which was Bill's Bucks Was probably the most common Super Bowl pick at the beginning Of the year. I think when we did Our predictions and I asked for listener Submissions that was probably the most popular was Bill's Bucks. And then the bottom Is Steelers, Eagles <laughs> Is, could you lump all the other teams together? I mean, here are the other teams... You, you were going to say that? No, I was
2: just looking at that because I was thinking the same thing. The other
0: teams are Niners, Cowboys, Cardinals, Rams, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Titans.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean... I think those are all
0: teams to me that I think could win a game, but probably not three in a row.
1: The NFC West neutralizes itself, so they all have to be in the same. Because Arizona beat us twice, we beat the Rams twice, <laughs> and then the Rams, I'm pretty sure, beat Arizona.
0: They split. They split. Yeah, Rams and Arizona split. So they, they neutralize each other. <laughs> and then the Cowboys. I don't trust to win two games in a row. I don't tr- I don't really like the Patriots, especially as of late. They have not been good. I don't trust the Raiders. I love the Bengals, but I'm a little. I think they could possibly even lose to the, Ra- the Raiders. Uh,
1: yeah, I so I like both those teams, but they're gonna. One of them's gonna be out. So right. I mean, it's just this is what it is.
0: And then the Titans. No one really knows what to do with the Titans because is Henry going to play if he plays is he 100% if he's, right. do they give him 35 carries a game <laughs> like, I don't know what to think of the Titans I mean yeah I don't know
3: They, I in my opinion they should have lost to the 49ers if the 49ers did everything right Right. Thanks, the Steelers Jimmy. like I don't know I don't know I think they're they're definitely probably at the upper part of that tier that we're talking about but I don't think they deserve to be at the no one above it
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's fair
3: yeah, that's the thing is I,
2: I don't feel like I can I would want to take any of those teams out of that sort of middle tier, but I, I, definitely think there's an order in that tier, like a relatively clear to me. Like there's some teams that are obviously better than others, but not so good to be in the tier above or so bad to be in the tier below.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Anything more? Any other? I feel like that's that's good. Those are that those are fair rankings. All right, we're gonna play a little game, on. Um, Since the regular season is over, I believe most of these guys, I'm going to, there's two, two guys on this list that are still playing, but for the most part, I wanted I'm just going to ask you guys, we're going to debate if this quarterback is staying or leaving his current team. Will he be playing for this current team next season? Baker Mayfield, Brandon, staying, staying.
1: I, uh, reason why? Because fifth year. I think that they're gonna. I think they've already taken Ozzy, but um, I think this, this is his last chance. I think they're gonna be like Baker. We're gonna stick with you this year. Either you get it done or you don't, and it is what it is. After this, I concur.
2: Um, yeah, I don't have anything else out Of that, I agree with that too.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. Brent. I, it, he does have the fifth year. He makes I think eighteen million or something like that. So I don't necessarily think they have a choice is you can't really bring in a different quarterback that you would believe in with an make with your backup making eighteen million dollars. <laughs> so yeah, unless they trade him, which I don't, his trade value's gotta be at an all time low, right? I'm pretty
1: sure they they paid pretty good for Keenum too, to be the backup. <laughs> yeah. If I remember <laughs> so right. So they have a lot of money in the QB room. Yeah,
0: so it's twenty two is it's his it's eighteen point eight million, it's fully guaranteed, so his dead cap would be eighteen point eight million. Yeah. The would the Browns like to have the option of either re like signing a new deal or getting rid of him? Probably. But this, it, they're I mean, in this fifth year. I think
1: that's a great question itself though, is if this was if he didn't have the fifth year option, what would they do right now? And I think that's very interesting because of the way the year ended and his health. Right.
0: Quickly, what do you think they do?
2: I I think they would try their hardest to come to an agreement because I they don't want to give them thirty five million. I'm pretty sure. I hope they don't. I hope they're not planning to. Do <laughs> I don't well. think.
0: I think we but, would have heard more about a deal. Yeah, Probably. I don't think, I, I don't think it's deal. on the table
2: right now. Yeah. but if you don't sign Baker, then like, who's your quarterback? Like, there's not. You have to go for a big fish. I'll like Baker. Yeah, that like if if it's not Baker, I feel like they would have to
1: put together some trade or like they're not going to be able. To, they're not going to draft someone that they're going to want to. Mm. Start. Yeah, like what's the pros of going to be like a Matt Ryan over Baker? You know, at that point, let Baker see what I mean, right. See what you want. You
0: know? I, I think if if this is if if we're a year if it's a year difference if this is if it's stay or go I I think Baker's out up based on the way that this year ended. I I don't think I think Browns fans are really disappointed in not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Fine. I mean, they were. Would they lose to the Chiefs by three?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah, you know, it was a hobbled Mahomes, but. They didn't even make the playoffs and it looked bad. I think he's, I think if it, if it was decision need to be made today, he's gone. But luckily for him, he has another opportunity to prove it. And
3: yeah, I agree with you. He, I think I think that they probably would move on, unless, of course, they you know exhausted their options and you know they were able to get him on a one or two year deal for really cheap. You know, if they wanted to reevaluate, but. I don't think he has any leverage at all mm-hmm. I don't think he, he he can't come in and be like I want you know five years you know 20 25 30 million dollars a year like I don't think he has any I think they're like all right this is what we're gonna pay and he's like cool like yeah. it's that or
1: maybe the you know I don't know
0: one of
3: the
1: lower level teams let me ask this question okay say he didn't have the fifth year so he's done right now and say the big fish are gonna stay Rogers rush they stay with their teams Watson, you don't know what the heck's going on with that. Say all those guys are at the table. Like, I'll throw Jimmy G in this. Twenty-five million for Jimmy G or Baker right now for the Browns. If you had to make the decision for your team next year, Jimmy G or Baker for twenty-five. Jimmy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's close. My problem with Jimmy G is I, they the Browns don't have a ton of weapons, which I think. I mean, I guess I don't know. Mm, that's really it's tough. It's a run for game
3: for me. I think he, Jimmy fits better with what the Browns
0: want to be. That's fair. I think, I'm Baker, so. yeah, I, think I'm, I think I'm on Baker, but it's close <laughs> to me. Um,
1: so It's, a, it's, a, it's a really interesting. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's what they're going to be in. I mean, right.
0: We're going to do this. Uh, we haven't found a time yet. I think we're leaning towards Monday afternoon to do a live show because that was one of my favorite parts of last year was doing those rebuilding series. So I won't... Let's not... We need to try... Because we could go on for hours. I know us. we got to try not to stay in the contract. Because I, I just looked up Wentz's deal, and then I was like, if we do this for everyone, we're going to be on this for hours. <laughs> um, so we will be going through each team and kind of discussing well, what their off-season plans are, what the contracts are. But Carson Wentz, that's the next one. Is he staying or leaving? Staying. He has a potential out where if they cut him, they owe him no money. So just... Matthew, you say staying? I don't know. I feel like I've seen enough to go another year. I think I've seen
3: enough highs to where I think, like, it's there, it's just not consistent enough, and I think it's one of those things where you give it another year, run it back, you know, maybe, you know, draft some more pieces, bring them in, and, you know, maybe they could have a miracle season. I don't know. I think it's, you know, when you make that trade, it's not just a one-year thing of, like, I I think he's shown enough to where it's,
1: you don't move on from that. And that's some miracle opportunity came around yeah. the corner. I think he stays. Um, I don't think they go after the two big guys, and I think he stays because of his relationships with who's in the building.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he's there, like you said, Matthew. I, think I don't. You don't make that trade for one year. Would not be surprised though, however, if they get a more competent backup mm, for sure. Yeah, because Sam Ellinger is not.
1: Is it yeah, not either. Easton anymore? Yeah, that's where right they cut him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying sure to remember who's the lot. You know,
2: yeah. I think he stays. For the reasons you guys said and for they're not gonna they don't have the capital to they don't have the capital to try and get one of those big fish and they don't they're not gonna have a draft position to get I don't even know what quarterbacks are gonna be right. in the draft. So like they just it's Wentz or who else, like
0: mm-hmm. Two of We'll get to Tua. the Flora situation in a minute.
2: I think it depends on who comes in at head coach. Um but I could see him leaving.
1: I think he's gone. I think that they want Watson, and that's why Forrest so.
3: That's tough. I'm going to go stay to go against the – uh <laughs> I, don't know. Okay. I think they're – I think you're right. I think it's Watson or bust for them, and I don't know. It's just it's weird that it hasn't happened yet, and it is – yeah, I don't know. I could see one more year bringing in, you know, an offensive-minded coach and being like, all right, this is it, kind of like the Baker thing. All right, here's one year – you know, it's another year with Waddle. Waddle's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that, you know, combination can improve, but yeah, if if anything it's one and done. Like I don't think he he's gonna do enough to warrant any sort of multi year contract.
1: Let me tell you one thing for you guys. of this year, twenty six hundred yards, twenty seventh in the NFL. Sixteen touchdowns, he's twenty fourth in the NFL. QBR, he's nineteenth in the NFL.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I think I mean I'm I've been notoriously anti Tua. I think he's there for one more year. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you guys said. It's Watson or bust. Mm-hmm. If I had to bet on it, it, like if it's even odds, it's who's the starter for the Dolphins week one, is it Tua or is it someone else? I probably would take Tua. But yeah, I don't know. I just I give yeah, up trying to figure out Watson. So that's right. why I just <laughs> I mean, they don't. They said I've...
1: February. You know, he's a hearing on February twenty something. Then after that, they can do what they want. With
0: it. So on February twenty something, we'll revisit this conversation. Yes. May, I'll make a note not to do the rebuilding series for the NFC East yeah. or the AFC South until after <laughs> until February twenty something. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Jones. <laughs> to me, it's to me. He's probably there, but there is another quarterback there as well. Short leads for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I know if he's even the starter.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's kick him out of the building bad if but I think they are gonna explore the next option.
0: Especially sure. since you gotta think hiring a coach, there's no way when you're trying especially if it's one of the big candidates, you're like, hey, guess what? Our job is so attractive, we have Daniel Jones. Like, no, it's gotta mentor. be yeah. it's gotta be to the to the coach you can bring in whoever you want we have this guy he shows some flashes where he can run really fast yes. yeah right. but you can bring in someone if you want
1: he's Eli Banning but fast think
3: about it perfect <laughs> right it's kind of like Cliff going to the. Eh, it's not really that way but like Cliff going to the Cardinals he's like Josh Rosen isn't the guy Yeah, yeah. let me go grab Kyler type of thing like alright if there's somebody there you can grab him grab him
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, what does everyone else say about Daniel Jones I don't want to answer (sighs) that.
3: On the team, not the starter. I agree with you. (laughs) I don't know. I'll say gone. I bet he stays, and maybe depending on who they get,
2: maybe he starts early on. But I bet he sits more than starts this next season.
0: Jimmy G, gone, gone. Yeah, I I think he's gone. They can cut him for two mil. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's enough. Trade him. There's yeah, he has enough value. Especially, I mean, we're talking about all these quarterbacks before him. He's better than all those quarterbacks that we listed before him. So, I don't I'm Sorry. What did you say? I just, I'm just i not a big
1: fan of Jimmy G because of what I've seen. Well, that's he's fair. He's my quarterback, so.
0: But there is some market for him if he's a free agent. Okay. No,
3: I know he's better than those Yeah. yeah. Can I go? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I don't even think it's a stretch. But based on what we've seen, I think, and part of it's the system, I think Trey like, miles ahead of Jordan Love. I don't know.
1: That's my hot oh, take. Oh of Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, that's I was, my hot. I'm take. trying to figure out where you're going with yeah.
3: Jordan I don't I don't see it with Jordan Love. I see it with Trey Lance. I yeah. and maybe part of it's the system and just having smarter coaches. I don't know, but
1: To your point, that's why yeah. I feel like Trey Lance's floor is pretty dang close to Jimmy's ceiling. Right. <laughs>
0: that's where my problem is. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's tough. Especially just with the system. Like you said, Matthews. Mm-hmm. That plays a big uh, Matt Ryan. Give me 37.
1: To, tell me the contract. You have to know the contract because he was owed 40 million last year. Or
0: yeah, his dead cap is still 40 million. His dead cap last year was 67. <laughs>
1: oh my God. He's staying. He's he's one
0: stay, more, his cap hit is $48 million yeah, this year.
1: One more year. I think he's yeah. done after that, right? Or they at least have an out after
0: that? $15 million after that. I think they might yeah, swallow that
3: one. I think they're going to go grab their own version of Davis Mills or something. Like some guy that maybe they're not going to take a first-round pick on. But like, hey, here's a young quarterback that maybe could be halfway decent. Right,
0: and they did the Kyle Pitts. That worked. Like, it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it maybe it was a stretch taking that four. But I'm glad they didn't take a quarterback, and yeah, this is a multi-year thing. I think they exceeded expectations. He has to say.
1: They did that without Calvin Ridley too. I mean, yeah. I'm Crazy. impressed with the Falcons. I
0: heard Calvin's going to come back, but not for the Falcons. He wants out. Yeah, he yeah. said he wants out. Um, uh-huh. Pitts, reception-wise,
1: was tied for 38. For a tight end, that's, oh, that's good. I think he was, like, a top five. Yards. I think
0: he was top five in all categories for tight ends. For tight ends, yeah. yeah.
1: Touchdowns, he only had one, but... Well, not play that. Eh, that might be <laughs> top five for <right> <laughs> probably is top five.
0: Right. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I think we're all in. He's out or he's not playing again. No. February 22nd is when we can make a decision on Watson.
1: I don't think he puts on the Texans No. I'm done. Nope. Done there. Russ. I mean, they're paying him $40 million
3: to set. He's done. <laughs> Russ. August stays. I think Pete Carroll is probably going to stay and the culture and all that stuff.
0: I mm. I think I he's staying as well. I would have been really mad at myself if I said that three weeks ago, but I think he's staying as well.
1: I'll shake the boat up. I'll say leave. Okay. Um, okay. I think I think uh, more uh, Russ's camp stuff comes out, and I think that he's going to ask for P. Carroll to be relieved of his duties and to bring in new blood. And I don't, I don't. Dang! Now I want to stay stay because we <laughs> will get rid of P. Carroll. Because I don't think I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know if no. we,
0: I don't think our ownership would do that. We'd have to pay him so much money. Oh, really? We just signed him to new, a new deal. Dang, and our and I just is a can't new, see them keeping
1: Pete and leaving Russ. No, no, that's, no that's
0: what I'm no, saying. And, and no, I I don't like this one. This sucks, but yeah, I I'll say leave. They're just making fun. It would, as much as I would hate it, it would make the off season so much more interesting if <laughs> he did want out because yeah. there'd be a lot to talk about. But. <laughs> um. <coughs> I
2: kind of want to say leave just because I feel like something else is going to come up. Like, he's going to... Something else is going to come up about the linemen or something. I don't know. I feel like they just wanted
1: to cool down the situation for now, but... It's the first losing season with Russ. Yeah. You know, so yeah. If, I'm gonna if say things st- are going to boil over, it's going to be now. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. going to say stay. I think he gives it a little bit. I think he gives it one more year. I think he convinces himself that he's hurt and then if he's not hurt, we... Have a better shot at making the playoffs.
3: I do think the way we finished contributes a lot for sure. to that. I mean, to go win was like two, I lost three games yep. or whatever it was. Like, beat the beat beat, it. yeah, beat the Cardinals who actually trying points. to win. Like, yep. I think that was enough to get momentum going in the right direction. And
0: the way Penny played, we'll get to Penny yeah. in a minute, but the way Penny played, yeah, for sure. Aaron Rodgers.
3: I'm gonna go Leaves. I'm gonna. I'm, I. I'm kind of swayed the other way, but. I'll go I think I think him and the O C go somewhere. You
0: like my little theory? I, think? I like your little theory. Yeah. I don't know. I
3: think it's I think he's if if he wins, I think he stays. Yeah. If he wins the whole thing. But I could see him I think he kinda wants to just kinda go do his own thing, and be like, Hey, I'm I'm really good and I'm gonna go somewhere else and be really good. I could just see that being his little thing where it's just like but I don't I couldn't see him going to a team that's like a I couldn't see him pulling like a Brett Favre and go to like a team that's right next door and be like, "Screw the Packers." I don't think he feels that way, but you know, if Denver comes calling or something like that, I could see it.
2: If they, I'll go leaves. If they lose in the NFC Championship again, I think he's out.
1: I think he leaves. Yeah, but so you think he? You think? Do you think he leaves if they make the big one? <laughs> <laughs> Tough. So they lose a close one to the butt, or sorry, lose a close if, one to the Chiefs. If they can find a way,
2: if they can't keep Devontae Adams, there's no way he's stays. Well, that's the problem, too. Yeah. 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 Like, so like, to it's tough now. because mm-hmm. they, they don't have to owe them both. Actually, no, because it's they don't have to owe others money, but it's a potential out, right? Like, it's not... It's not or, his contract isn't up, right? It's just no, a no. potential he's,
1: out? He's got, I think like, it's two years, like 40-something. That's a lot. Yeah,
2: but if they can shell out the money to keep Adams and they make it... A, I think if they at least get past the NFC Championship, and they can find a way to keep Devontae Adams, I could see them doing a last last
0: dance. His out. He's forty six million in twenty twenty two, but the cap hit is only twenty six. So. I doubt they would. They, they, no, they're not going to cut, cut him. It. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> what they can. However, twenty twenty three is. Is uh, I think he has an option or something, but.
1: I, I've been in this boat this whole time I've been on a leave boat I'm gonna stick with it I think he either leaves so this, this is my thought I think if they if they don't make it to the Super Bowl he's definitely gone if they make it to the Super Bowl and lose I think he stays if they win the Super Bowl I think he retires <laughs> so I think there's, I like I, it. Think, I think they're all three in point I, right. like, I
0: like it I'm gonna just say something different because I'm done trying to figure out Aaron Rodgers I think he is leaves no matter what and I think he goes I think he reposts the thing the last dance thing that he posted in July and I think he goes I told you guys I'm leaving no matter what he does Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> it'll be the, it'll be like the day before the Super Bowl that they'll be in and he'll just like retweet his own tweet and everyone's gonna be like
1: oh. yeah this is my last
0: game no matter what with the Packers
1: well you know Devonte not signing came from Devonte talking with Aaron yeah, and going right. I think I'm leaving he's like okay then I'm mm-hmm. leaving too Yeah. like Devontae would have signed a contract if Aaron was like I think I'm gonna stay like he yeah. would have done it like he, right. he doesn't yeah. want to play with anybody else yeah. you know
0: like, yeah exactly yeah. alright three mailbag questions because some of them we've already answered or will answer Matthew what is Seattle going to do with Rashad Penny next year
3: I hope you pay the man yeah, I don't know well. I, I mean Adrian Peterson comes in the door gets into his ear a little bit and sometimes it's all you need is just having a you know Hall of Famer you know give you some confidence hmm. but I hope they pay him but he's going to have a heck of a market I mean if you look at, I haven't really looked at the running back free agency market. But he's definitely top three. Yeah,
0: there's never like, any. Yeah, I mean, he's a
3: free agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean,
0: alert?
3: does the question is does he want to come <laughs> back? Is the I think he likes the culture. Everybody's talking about that. Oh, we're a seven win team or whatever. But man, did we have fun? <laughs> so I, I think it's, an, I think it's enough. I think they're going to commit to him. And I'm the only, about... yeah, the only question is just what other teams are out there that maybe want to pay him more? And does he, you know, it's like, if he wants to play for a contender, you
0: know,
3: there's another team out there that's, I don't know, it's running backs are so weird and being a free agent. Like every team has, you know, a running back or two. There's not really any teams you're like, I mean, except for maybe the Bills, I don't know. (laughs) There's not very many teams out there that you're like, man, if they had like a stellar running back, like.
0: One, you're never going to play for, there's like two other coaches that have that want to run the ball as much as Pete does. Right. So I don't know if he wants to. He he's not going to find another team that wants to run the ball as much as we do. So
1: I mean, talk about a terrible time to pop off.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you know. For us, for the Seahawks, denied Seahawks, yeah. his
1: fifth year option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't bring it up because right he's hurt the whole time. Which I don't blame you guys. Obviously, yeah. it's the you right guys decision. He
2: also hated him like this whole
1: entire time. Well, he, like, I've never heard like anything. the last what three or four games. Goes oh yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> until <laughs> the last <laughs> until you know the last couple
2: games. Ever since I've known who he was, I don't think I've ever heard anything good about him. All I've heard is like, "Oh, we wasted a pick on him." Like all this. He doesn't play very much when he does. He's not like that great. We
0: still waste a pick on him if he leaves. Yeah, it's I mean, actually it's probably like way worse. Tell me how
3: this whole thing isn't scripted. <laughs> that's unreal. <laughs> that's a movie. I don't, I don't know, movies, I don't so know what right it is. There. I mean, yeah, literally just Adrian Peterson's like you know tell, tells him to do all these different things, and that's just all we needed. I don't know. <laughs> it's something about bringing somebody in like that. I don't know. I, he's. If he wants to go into being like a running back coach or something, like he's got that's yeah. enough. For sure. He's won that job. Like,
1: <laughs> his re- his yeah. complete. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's the market though? You guys are right. I mean, it's like I have no you've clue. Seen who's like four or answer. five games. I don't know what it is. though. So. right, and he gets hurt. Yeah, so and much. he's been hurt the first four years. It, 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 to
0: your point, it is going to be interesting to see if any team is going to be willing to pay him right. a lot of money. Oh, Bid yeah. us, yeah.
1: I mean, what's a lot? I mean, there's no way he gets over five. No, but no that's no e-
0: even that. Even four million a year. There's. A I don't game. know if it's teams are gonna be lining up. I mean, yeah, he's he was fantastic the last four games, but he's been hurt. I don't think they will. And he's, he's been, been really five, bad for three and a half years. So I think if you guys toss three or three and a half at him, I think
3: he takes it. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know if there's. Any, I don't really. I'm looking to style teams right now, trying to like. I don't see any teams that are just like. I mean. Who's, I mean the Falcons have. Patterson and No, there's... Really well. I don't see any teams. Yeah,
0: there's no teams. Uh Then a question was asked about Geno's... S- Geno Smith was arrested for suspicion of DUI, and, <laughs> and it was asked, does this mean anything? Um, no. 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 <laughs> no. Even if he <laughs> gets arrested <laughs> <too much. laughs> and is not allowed to play, it does. Who cares? We'll get a new one. I like this one. Uh, can Gardner Minshew start again in the NFL? This, especially since we just... Went through that list of quarterbacks. I think he, I think he's out in Philly. If I were him, at least I don't know what his contract is or anything. But I, if I were him, I'd leave Philly because they like Hurts, yeah, and I think that Philly's gonna probably try to get a backup that more is more of a runner. But you played pretty well in the game. Did he play one game with Philly this year? Did he start two? Too. And he played well, decent. Nice better than most backups. Right. I think
1: at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, like, if you're just talking about where he could play, I would have much rather watch Gardner miss on the football team than watch Taylor Heimann right. try to lead right. that team to win. Yeah. Then with Gardner would have been electric. I mean, I would have been all in. So, I mean, if you're a team that's looking to rebuild, like, why not give the guy a chance? You know, he's he's got the passion for it, man. You see it on the field. I think he, he's got the leadership aspect to him. I don't know why a team... I don't know who the team would be. Maybe Tech. No, not Tech Let Davis Mills do the I don't know. I don't Carolina. know. Is. Giants. Is Carolina? Maybe a- Giants? Why what's not? A- Give him a chance. Yeah, I mean, why not? That's- what's, how is he going to be much worse than what they're getting? I mean, I'm watching Mike Lennon out of here throw the worst passes of all time, and Gardner can't even get us more than two starts, you know? Exactly. I,
2: I have to say he starts again just for that very reason. Like, there's so many teams that are, like, in such a bad position. It's almost like, why not? He's not. He doesn't have the repertoire to, like, Neat. like he's not, he doesn't require a lot of money. It's not like you've seen what I can do, you have to pay me this much. It's like I'm hopping around teams for a reason, like give me a shot. Yeah,
3: Philly's got him for this year, by the way. To your point, Brandon, uh, I was thinking Gardner Minshew is probably the closest reincarnation of Ryan Fitzpatrick there is. <laughs> and guess who was the quarterback that played a quarter for the football right. team, Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick? So I think that's probably the main reason they didn't get. Minshew is like, well, we have two of them. Like, (laughs) but I think he's just a guy that you bring him in, and he's either a a really stellar backup for a quarterback that's like could get benched, you know, at halftime, you know, or is just kind of a guy that you you bring in to mentor, you know, a younger quarterback, even though he's not that old, like. But just a guy
0: that you you can—it's like a stopgap. Perfect, Yeah. yeah.
3: He's, he's going to get you.
0: 2.6 million. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> it's not going to kill anybody.
0: No, not at all.
3: Like, I'd take it on the Broncos.
0: Oh, 100%. Like, I don't understand
3: why. Teddy's fine. Teddy's fine. He's just, he's kind of just a fine quarterback. That's the problem. But he's it's fine. Just, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather see, I don't know. I'd rather see little Minchie Magic out there. Way a little more than bit. Drew Locke. Because yeah, way more, like, more than Drew Locke for sure. And, I mean, they kind of have the same type of quarterback, you know what you get is what you're going to get. Like, you know, you're you going right. you to get a horrible game, but I don't
0: know. Yeah. All right, Black Monday. The <laughs> Monday after the NFL regular season ends. This is the year of the mediocre teams firing coaches. Last year we had the Jets, Jags, Lions, Texans all fire their coaches and get new coaches. That was kind of the, the dumpster. The dumpster didn't – I mean – yeah, the Jaguars, but that's Urban Myers a separate situation. <laughs> like, the Jets, Jags, and Lions are keeping their... Or, sorry, the Jets, Lions, Texans are going to most likely keep their coaches. We got a lot of teams that were had playoff expectations that have fallen short now for a couple years in a row fire their coaches. So here are the openings that we have. Jaguars have an opening. Raiders have an opening, maybe. What? Let's just do the Raiders really quick. Do you guys... Do you think they should sign Basaccia to a deal? If they win the playoff
1: game. Just one.
0: I don't I think either way they should. I think it I've heard so many good stories from the building about how much the Raiders players love him. I think for like some
1: personal reason or like what they're gonna do?
0: I think what they should do. Okay. I, I think, think they should sign him. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, agree. Right.
1: I but I think it's it, I think they wanna see a playoff game. Yeah, that's I, that's I like
0: just the think team there's team. I don't see any harm in especially since he, Nah, I don't think they still to fake Gruden. Never mind. But I don't see any harm in just saying, hey, like the fans would love it. They all, Everyone loves him. There's yeah. no... I feel like you create more of a division if you bring in a different guy. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, we're on the same... So Reports where they were all in on hardball, so... Maybe yeah, but everyone's fine. all in on hardball. Every True. year we get a hardball <laughs> True. Broncos, Bears, Vikings, Giants, Dolphins... Is the surprising one. So let's talk about the Dolphins one first, because Brian Flores is by far the most surprising fire. Dolphins missed the playoffs for the second consecutive year, but they have a winning record for the second consecutive year. Tough. <laughs> yeah. Um I I don't know. I've gone back and forth on this. I think my consensus my my personal take on this is Flores is a is going to be he's a, he's a good coach. He's going to probably get it. He probably gets a head coaching job in one of those other teams we mentioned. And if not, he probably just goes back to Belichick. But to bring up Belichick, the articles that I've read is saying basically he's doing Belichick-like things. He's trying to assert his power. He's doing a lot of like Belichick-like things, and he just isn't Bill Belichick. And I think that's hard for players to respect a guy like that, that, that leads like that, when he doesn't have the track record of winning Super Bowls like Belichick does. So that's kind of what I heard. I, I heard he lost the power struggle with the GM, which I don't know. I still don't understand why owners hire and fire GMs and, and coaches separately because it never works. They need to be a tandem. They have to. They have to. And Brandon, you brought it up earlier. And this is what we talked about. I remember when, when on Monday morning when this happened, we all kind of were talking about Flores and what we think happened. And it's, you, you mentioned Watson.
1: Yeah, the power struggle. So what, I think it's completely right.
0: So it's, we're all kind of in consensus that one way or the other, either Flores wanted or didn't want Watson, and the GM wanted the opposite.
1: I think it's the owner. That's what I thought. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think that's where the power struggle is coming from. I think it's. Yeah, I mean, you can throw the GM in there. I don't know, really know. Well, I I'm don't just saying much that much because the GM it's stayed. Yeah, true. That's no, true. Um, but I think that. I don't think Flores wanted Watson, but I think the ownership does. And the owner even came out and said it. He said that we've talked about Watson and pretty much have a deal in place. We're just waiting for the hearing. Mm-hmm. He said that. Like and I, I think Flores didn't want Watson. And I think at the end of the day that's what the, the head was and, and whether Flores want, Flores wants two or not, like they're just like, No, we don't want that, you know. So I think mm-hmm. they're like, Okay, he's like, Okay, then let me go. And like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think I think he definitely has a job out there when you what he's been able to do and, you know, with last year with the relief pitcher with Fitzmagic and to, uh, and it kind of worked. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but, I mean, he's like, he, the dude wins. Uh, even if, you know, you're 1-7, in like, you know, go and win, like, seven or eight games. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely a guy that I would want to have over, like, an unproven offensive coordinator if I was a team picking a coach. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's done enough, but you need to have a quarterback and a comparable offensive coordinator to get it done. And you know, Tua hasn't really done enough and I think that's kind of the focal point of blame, I would say, more than Flores for why they haven't made the playoffs in two years. In
1: did, the they last mean, years. did they go 10-6 last year and not make the playoffs? Yes. So wasn't right. there a bunch of teams of 10-6? Right yeah. About, yeah. That's unreal to think about. I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, that's, yeah. Right. How often are you going to have two winning seasons in a row and you don't make the playoffs? Like, it's yeah, not it's and not. That's why it has to be that disagreement
3: it has at the top. It has to, to be. It makes it's no like, sense. Well,
1: yeah, I, With that roster, and he's going 9-8, and eight and 10-7, and or 10-6, are you yeah. kidding me?
3: Right. Like, and if anything, you would be like, all right, bye Tua, let's bring in another quarterback, yeah. and then we can evaluate Flores. But to not even do that makes it seem like they, they disagree on who the quarterback is, and it's like, all right, we're not going to
1: get past this. And um, I wonder if he brought that up like... I'm okay with moving off Tua, but I don't want Watson. I wonder if that was like right. a part of the conversation. Right. He's like, okay, fine. You want to meet in the middle? Let's get rid of Tua. And let's try something else out. But they're like, no, we want Watson. They're like, okay, he's like, I'm done.
3: I've got the Bears.
0: All right. I have a question for you guys. If you are, you're an up-and-coming OC or DC, whichever one you want, you choose, what job, which head coaching job that's open is the most intriguing to you?
2: Vikings. Vikings? If I'm an OC. Yeah. I feel like there's just too many pieces on the offense to be so disappointing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely the first one that jumped up to my mind. I think you could kind of spin that also and be like, now if you suck, you're definitely going to get fired. Like, you probably That's have a shorter lease yeah, because yeah, they you, know that... They if have, you don't do
2: well, then it's like,
0: okay, it's... Yeah, you're out. But, yeah, 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 that. Is there anyone that's more intriguing to you guys than the Vikings? If I was sold that we were getting Watson, I'd be intrigued with the Dolphins. Um,
1: mm-hmm. I, and I'd say as an OC because what they got going on defense and the piece they have in defense is great. And But if they can get that offense going, and Waddle had 100 receptions for or 99 receptions, whatever it was, for 100, thousand something yards. Like, I think he broke 100. I mean, they have so many pieces that could they could still get going on that offense. Yeah. And... I mean, I I was like looking at stats on their defense. Like, even though Howard didn't have all the turnovers and they didn't have all the turnovers they had last year, they still had a a pretty dang good defense. And Christian Wilkins, the D-tackle, he had the most, like, solo and combined tackles for a D-tackle of all time. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. I think he had close to 100. He had almost something like 80-something or 90-something. That's amazing for a D-tackle. Like, they just have a bunch of studs on that defense that you could definitely build around.
2: I also, I totally forgot about Mike Kosicki because I feel like he kind of had a quiet second half or like, last... Chunk of the season, but when he's playing well, like he's he's shown that he could be like a he can be like a top five tight end in the league. Like they the have, they like, have it, weapons on both sides of the ball. Like
0: this is different, but it kind of translates. I mean, Wall's a top five, probably dynasty wide receiver, and that I mean he's he is a huge asset. Just what he what he did this year. Um, I could still, I'm still a Justin Fields believer. And the Bears. I don't know. <laughs> they have lower expectations just because they their fan base has been has been miserable. I don't know. I there's enough there that I would not I I don't think the Bears is a bad job. And like I said, I believe in Justin Fields enough that I'd like to coach him.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. I think my first pick would be the Dolphins. I like Brandon's point about, you know, if you're going to get Deshaun, like, that's most likely your best winning scenario. Yeah. But, you know, if I was a, you know, an offensive coordinator that was kind of innovative or whatever, like, I could totally be sold on Trevor or Justin Fields. Yeah. And I think both of those situations, like the expectations aren't very high. Yep, You could go win eight or nine games and mm-hmm. like you'll be viewed as a hero if you can just keep doing that year in and year out <laughs> for a little bit. So I, I think those two are intriguing. And the Jaguars obviously is more like culture building and trying to kind of just rebuild that entirely after the whole urban thing. But you know, if you can get past that, it's not a bad situation to be in. It's just you have to you have to deal with those fans. And if things right. aren't going very well, and then you get in the scandals, you know, they're going to start dressing
0: up in clown costumes. And
1: in the scandals.
0: <laughs> I think um, the, the the reason the Vikings and the Bears are interesting is because I think the Packers, like, if Rodgers leaves, that division's wide open. True. That is a whole different ballgame. That's why, to me, the Broncos' job is very scary. Even though they're a hot spot for one of these, like Russ or Rodgers or Watson, I mean, I... Six tough games. That year. is so yeah, so tough West, to play. Game, yeah, it's, it's to, yeah, to have to have Herbert and Watt and Mahomes sure. in your division for the next fifteen years.
1: And that's what kills me about the Cowboys. Is like everybody's like, "Oh, Cowboys, Cowboys! They have twelve wins. They have six games that they should win every single right. year." And it's right. like, think about these other teams. That yeah, you don't get any breaks. I mean, it's just, no. it's every every week's a playoff week.
0: All right, let's finally get into it. Let's get into our picks. Let's get into the preview of Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm so glad this is. We get six games now um, for the Wild Card. It's so so much fun. I'm so happy there's a Monday night game this year. That's gonna be. I I think that's genius to have a Monday night game instead of a Saturday morning playoff game. That was always the worst game for some reason. I feel like it was always the Texans <laughs> playing in that game. Uh, it was like Texans or the Colts were playing on Saturday morning in the playoff game and. I think Monday night's way cooler. So join the pool on Yahoo if you haven't. The link is in our Instagram bio. Um, we are picking against the spread in the in the pool. So join that. If you need a link, contact any one of us. We'll send you a link. But the pool on Yahoo, we are picking against the spread. These games, we're gonna pick them. We're just gonna give our straight up picks um, on the pod because we don't really want to reveal our pool picks because we're playing against you guys. So. First game, Raiders at Bengals. I have declared this game my rooting interest game. Whoever wins this game, I will be rooting for for the rest of the playoffs. This is at 1.30 Pacific time on NBC. Mike Tirico and Drew Brees are on the call. Cincinnati, five and a half point favorites. They beat the Raiders thirty-two to thirteen in Week Eleven. We're gonna go. What does each team need to do to win? Do we have any thoughts?
2: Cincinnati just needs to keep doing what they've been doing. We've seen that when Burrow and Chase are connecting, mean, even Burrow and Higgins, when Burrow's really connecting with his receivers, they put up just monster points. But there's been weeks where it's just not there. And if it's not there, I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders have a strong team that they would, I think the Bengals would really struggle if they can't, you know, if Joe Burrow can't throw for 300 yards.
0: Who's your pick? Straight up. Straight up. Cincinnati. Matthew, what does each team need to do to win? Who's your pick? I think for the Raiders, defensively,
3: they need to get after Joe Burrow and limit the big play. That's one thing the Bengals have been really good at as of late is the big play and getting 50 yards down the field. And I think if they can limit the big play, they're going to get a lot more field goals out of the Bengals. And I think that's what the Raiders need. And if you're the Bengals, defensively, You need to stop Josh Jacobs like that you know he has been kind of just an underrated but like huge part of that offense is being when you have a good consistent run game like that it opens up everything and what they've been able to do is Zay Jones and everything but it starts at the run game and if the Bengals can even have a decent run defense I think that'll go a long ways and just I think it's gonna be a shootout and you know whoever can make those tiny adjustments to make it work um I really want to go Raiders.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm gonna go Raiders in the upset. I think the Bengals need to come out and get hot early. Um, we've seen this this happen with numerous teams that they don't play everybody week 18 or last week of the season, and they come in the first playoff game and they're a little slow in the beginning. And as we know, Joe Burrow sat last week. Um, they weren't all together. And I think that. The game script is going to be huge in this one. I think if the Cincinnati can come out hot, it's going to put a lot of pressure on that Raiders offense to score points, and I think that's where Cincinnati can win this game. But I could see Cincinnati starting out slow. Raiders get a lead with Josh Jacobs, get that running game going. And watching that Raiders-Chargers game, the Raiders just came off their best pass-rushing game of the year. And I think if you if they can get a lead going and make Joe Burrow drop back multiple times, I think Matt Crosby and all those guys can go eat. And I think that's the way Las Vegas is going to win this game. So I'm going Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, not to act what you guys are saying, but I think Max Crosby is – The X factor in this game. I think he is the difference maker. I think the Bengals' O line has been a question mark all season. It's been a question mark all off season, Anthony. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I think Max Crosby. It's going to be huge for that Raiders defensive line to get after Burrow. Um, But I like Joe. I think I read that stat to you guys earlier. He's played in like six games, either in his senior year at LSU or last or this year. Whereas win or go home, basically. And he has not lost any of those games. He's done for 27 touchdowns and zero interceptions in those games and 444 yards per game. I'm taking Joe. Uh, That's just my guy. Sunday night, or Saturday night, excuse me. Saturday night, New England at Buffalo, 515 Pacific time on CBS. Ian Eagle, Charles Davis on the call. I hate Charles Davis. I'm so mad he's calling (laughs) this game. I hate him so much. Buffalo is four point favorites. This is the third time these two teams are playing each other, the three pass game and the Josh Allen game were the first two. Matthew, you start this one. What does each team need to do to win, and who are you picking trade up?
3: I think if you're the Patriots, you got to get back to that running the ball a ton, getting four to five yards a carry, and taking ball of Max hands. And I think if if the Bills can do, a, you know, just like in the second game. If they can make Mac have to throw the ball, I really like their chances as defensively. You know, to give themselves a really good chance to win. I think the Bills' offense is clicking enough to where they're going to put up points. Obviously, I think you know Bill will have some counter to that. You know, they've played twice, and second time didn't work very well. So I could see it regressing a little bit towards the mean, but. Uh, I'm going to go Bills in this one. I think they're a little more of a complete team. And I think the Patriots just have one way of playing and it's just it's very obvious. It's play defense and run the football and I think the Bills have enough, you know, with the run defense to not get pushed over like they did in the first game. So I have the Bills in this one. Yeah, I think the Bills um
1: I think that first game really opened their eyes to what they're going to have to do against the Patriots. Um so I think that yeah, I think Buffalo's got to stop the run and make Mac beat them. Um, And for the New England, you got to neutralize Josh Allen, which is what it is. Um, In these big games, you know, it always pays out to go with who's ever got the best quarterback, and so I'm going with Buffalo. I think being in Buffalo is huge for this game. I think if the Patriots were able to pull out the NFC East, that this would be a different story. I think if they go into New England, I think that favors New England uh, big time. So I'm going Buffalo on this one. Um, I'm going with the quarterback.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo too. Uh, I think the way (laughs) – yeah, I can. I, I think Bill Belichick is going to have something different to show Josh Allen this game. I think Josh is going to struggle. I, I just have not seen enough, especially lately, with the Patriots offensively and defensively. Man, they they had a stretch there when they went on that big winning streak where their offense was not doing anything too much. They were doing exactly what they needed to do to win, but their defense was so dominant and shutting down the best player on every team, like we've been like we've talked about all year. They just haven't been doing that lately. I think Josh is going to find a way to win this game. I think it's like fourteen to nine, and Josh has two crazy touchdowns where Bill Belichick throws his arms up in the air and he's like, "My offense just isn't that good," and Josh Allen is insane.
2: Just get a weather update here. It's a big factor in this game. So I, I just looked at it. It's oh. going to be like a high of ten, very cold, but no wind is what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Or not so, very much wind. Not a ton of wind. No precipitation. It will be cold, but all, both teams deal with the cold. So I don't. I don't know if. I mean, not on field advantage. I don't know if weather should be a huge factor because both of these teams have home stadiums and cold climates, but um, which going into my turn, I guess I think helps the Bills a lot because they have uh, they rely a lot on Josh Allen's arm, and not having not having a ton of wind or like snow or rain really helps that because if it was if it, if the weather conditions sort of try to force you to keep it on the ground. I don't know. It'd be it'd be a really tough game for the Bills, but um, and you guys all kind of touched on it. Like they have to get after they have to get uh, get after Josh Allen, and sort of their shtick is eliminating the best player on a team. And you can take out Stefan Diggs, and he still he still has several other guys he can throw to. So like that's just not gonna cut it when you are playing against the Bills. Um, and it's so hard to just eliminate Josh Allen from a game because he can he can beat you with his arm, with his feet, and uh, he's a incredible improviser. So I am going with Buffalo as well.
0: Sunday morning, Philadelphia travels to the defending champion, Buccaneers. This game's 10 a.m. Pacific time on Fox. This is a Joe Troy game. Tampa Bay nine-point favorites. They beat Philadelphia in week six, 28-22. So, a pretty good game the first time they played. Brandon, you start this one. What does each team need to do to win? Who's your pick? Philly's got to run the ball. It's all going to be about time
1: of possession on this one. The longer you keep the ball in Tom Brady's hands, the better the Eagles got to win this game. Um if you're the Bucks, you need to start fast, start early, get up quick. Make this not turn into a grind it out, run the ball type of game. You want Tom Brady to get hot quick, get up seven nothing, get up fourteen out they get up fourteen up in this game so mm-hmm. I mean, once you're gonna make Jalen Hurts sit back there and throw the ball, it's uh, that Tampa Bay's gonna be where they wanna be at in this game. So, um Tampa Bay's gotta start early, which I, I do think they will. Um so I got Tampa Bay beaten filling this one, but I do think that this is gonna be a very interesting game to watch in terms of um, the momentum in this game. It could turn really quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, this game, the, the, the spread is really tough. and I know we're not talking spreads, but the spread is perfect because I think this game is either a Tampa Bay blowout or Philly wins it close. Mm. And I, I said never but against the GOAT. So I'm picking Tampa Bay. It concerns me, their lack of weapons. Fournette is apparently back. We'll see how effective he is. Uh, but man it I just I cannot bet against Tom Brady against Jalen Hurts I can't do not it yeah, so so not against Philly so I can't I cannot do it but I'm telling you it is either Tampa is going to blow them out like Brandon said they're going to get up early and they're going to stay up because Philly can't come back from that but if it's a grinded out game I think Philly has a really really good shot to win that game so its I'm really excited for this one this was at first glance you're like Philly Tampa what really interesting style game I'm excited
2: yeah I'm really excited for this game too. um I think I saw somewhere that they got the Bucks got Shaq Barrett back again. Yeah. um And so uh, a helpful piece on defense there.
1: It seems like they've been housing people like just yeah it's get like, healthy. Oh, that's right. Probably gonna, start, gonna get activated. Yeah. Oh, they're hour. all coming it's like, back. Oh, oh right. Right.
2: Shaq Barrett's exactly. like oh, that's not scripted at all. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> scripted at all. Pretty soon Godwin's gonna come up. they like he wasn't no, really right oh, yeah, that hurt. They Godwin. would. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah.
0: That's me, Eli. Anyway. Sorry.
2: <laughs> F in the shed. Um But, yeah, I if, if Jalen Hurts, and I'm assuming Devonta Smith would be his main target, if he's throwing the ball. Goddard too. He loves Gotter. That, that is true. If, if they can figure out something throwing the ball, I think we'll have – I think we'd have a pretty exciting game. But, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add in addition to what you guys said. Um uh as Jack mentioned, never bet, never bet against a GOAT, especially against a team that is, like Philadelphia is very, they're very new to being like, decent, like with this roster, like it was, they weren't good all year, like they weren't, like
0: first half of the season, they're 0-7 against playoff teams. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, I don't like that. Trying I'm, <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. I don't it's like tough. that. That's an important. And stat. like the first half of the season. Actually, like most of the season, we didn't even think they're going to make the playoffs. And so, yeah, coming in as an underdog, like that can be helpful, uh, especially against a uh, former Super Bowl champs, like ultimate underdog, but underdog for a reason. Um, I think I think the Bucks could, I think the Bucks could handle them.
3: Yeah, I I mean I think. If you're the Eagles, turnovers are going to be the biggest thing. Because I mean, with with Brady, you pretty much you need to not give them anything at this point. And I think that they're going to do enough defensively. You know, because I think the boxes don't with Gronk and Evans. Jeez, I'm <laughs> anyway. Uh, I would say that. I think the Eagles can do enough there to keep it close defensively, and just if the offense cannot turn over the football and make stupid mistakes, take big sacks. That's the only thing I can see that where this game gets out of hand is if the Bucks defense can create those big plays like they need to. But I, I've, to echo everything that you guys said, I, I think it's Tampa Bay, but it's close. I don't really see it being a blowout. I think that even if the Bucks get up big. Jalen Hurts in that offense, I think, can kind of climb back. And that's how I see this game kind of going.
2: All right. Wait, so start, I'm,
3: I'm taking the Bucks. Did you start your point saying like, Philadelphia needs to get turnovers? Uh, um, I, I'm More that their offense cannot turn the ball over. Because okay. I think that is how this game gets out of hand. I, I think that if they turn the ball over Brady in that offense, that's all you need to give them if things aren't going well. I think if you don't give them that and you make Brady go 80 yards down the field every time, the Eagles' defense can do enough.
2: Yeah, I really, I really like that point. Actually, I was also going to say I think my X-factor player for the Eagles would be Darius Slay. If you can take the ball away from Brady, which is hard to do, like just mentally, that's
1: huge. If you can, if you can get their offense off the field like that, he is Philly's, Philly's the best rushing team. Tampa Bay's third in rush defense, so that's yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Solid.
0: Yeah. Slay has had such a good year He's had one <laughs> of the like, He's one of those coming out of nowhere just, Yeah, that's a good one Clash of styles in the rushing Offense and defense mm-hmm. So that Sunday afternoon San Francisco 49ers Travel to Dallas one thirty Pacific time on CB Eds. It's the Nansen Romo game Here we go Jim <laughs> Dallas is three point favorites To me, this is the only game that has not been played In the regular season it's probably, to me, the most entertaining game. I was going to have us rank games by entertainment value. To me, this is number one. Um, I don't know where you guys stand, but to me, this is the most entertaining game.
1: Yeah, I think this is my favorite, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brandon, you're going to go last on this one. I didn't even draw it up like this, but... Oh, my gosh. What does each team need to do with win? I think it's pretty obvious. I think I don't know if we need to go in depth too much. You guys can cover anything I missed. Niners need to run the ball. The, the- Niners need to run the ball, and the Cowboys need to... Like, they need to, their offense needs to be explosive. I mean, the two offenses are very different. Um, it's going to be interesting to me if Dallas' defense can step up because that's been the difference between them in the past couple of years is that they actually have a defense. Oh, my gosh, guys. I don't even – I don't know who I'm picking. Um, I'm going to go the 49ers.
2: Um yeah, I have... Right off the bat, I have no idea who I want to pick, so maybe I'll talk myself into something, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm
0: just going to talk for a while. Yeah, we'll see. We'll game. Game. I'll stop when I'm ready. It'll come to
2: me. But, like, it's just because I could see... I could see different, multiple different things happening. I could see the Cowboys having zero run game and just trying to throw the ball a lot and um, maybe not succeeding. I could also see Dak Prescott and his receivers just dice up the 49ers secondary. Um, but... On the flip side, I can also see the Niners just running the ball right up the gut, and then Debo Samuel coming out and having like crazy plays. Like, it it could go either way for me, and <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Niners as well. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I just. I could definitely. I, I think. It is more likely, in my, just the way I'm thinking, I think it's more likely that Dallas does not meet their full potential. It's more likely that they are kind of disappointed in offense. Like, I could see the Niners winning, and then we were like, well, if Dak would have thrown for 400 yards and Zeke would have had 100 yards or whatever, it's like, then they would have won because that's how they win games is they just explode. But if they don't explode, they're not going to win.
3: Yeah, I I think that the only way the Cowboys are really going to have success, like Eli mentioned, is if they burn the Niners' secondary. That's really, I think the Niners' D-line with Bosa and the boys are going to do enough with Pollard and Zeke to make Dak have to throw the ball down the field more than they usually like to. Um, for me, I don't know. I The Niners... I love their style of play going against a team like the Cowboys because you, you make the Cowboys really have to value every possession. You're not gonna get very many of them. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Cowboys, you need to, you know, be like the Titans and get after Jimmy a little bit and make him make those reads down the field. You know, the Shanahan offense is really it's like a well-oiled machine. You just wanna be like, all right, Kittle in the flat, he's open, five yards. Here, Mitchell. You know we're gonna run outside. Debo, you're gonna do literally everything. <laughs> and so if 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 they can get after Jimmy and make Jimmy have to throw the ball down the field and be perfect, I that's like the recipe. That's somehow the Seahawks are able to do that. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is. If they can just watch the Seahawks film, that's the only. That's like the recipe. I don't know what it is, but Everybody. I just don't. I don't see the Cowboys winning this game. I I know it can happen. I just, I can't see it in my mind, so I'm going Niners. Guys, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I know some we're setting place, you up for failure.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, you guys are all right. I mean, when it comes down to it, the first thing I look when I was looking at these matchups, I was really happy we got the Cowboys, and I'm gonna tell you guys why. Is because Cowboys rush defense, um, it's smack down in the middle of the pack. They're not good, they're not great. Um, but when they've gone against good rush defenses, they've been exploited because they have a bunch of pass rushers on the D line and. Whether it's uh, Lawrence, whether it's Randy Gregory, whether it's Michael Parsons coming off the edge, they just they love to get to the quarterback. And I think Kyle Shanahan is going to dial up a perfect game plan where we're going to run the ball down their throats. And then they're going to bring all these guys up, and Trayvon Diggs is going to do what he wants to do, try to jump routes and everything. And I think that's where our play-action game is going to exploit them deep. And, and I think Kittle's going to have a great time against their play-action trying to get up in the box. Um, this reminds me a lot of us going against the Packers, where they're just going to try to stop the run, and they're going to sell everything, and we're just going to be able to distill – do what we want to do against them and I, I, I don't know I, I'm kind of with Matthew like I just the only way they're going to win this game is if we can't score for some reason and then our corners are left on islands which I'd like to think that D'Amico Ryans is going to have something to not leave our corners on the island but <sighs> they have a lot of weapons and, and you're right I mean, they can put up points in a hurry but I, I love this matchup for us I just across the board I think that we're going to be okay
0: I think we're going to know pretty early Dak seems to be so hot and cold it's, you see you, you you just know when when the Cowboys are clicking, Dak is like almost perfect. Like his per, like his completion percentage is almost perfect, and when they're bad, that everything just falls apart. It seems like so. I think we'll know early if it's going to be a good one, or I don't know. I just think it's I think it's going to be interesting. Sunday night is Pittsburgh at Kansas City. In my opinion, this is the least. Entertaining game, and for some reason it's the Sunday night primetime game. I think it's because of Mahomes. That's just, a weird it's kind of the, thing.
2: It's whoever they play. It's gonna be. Yeah.
0: Yep. Alan, Chris, on the call. Chiefs are twelve and a half points favorites. They played three weeks ago, and it was thirty six to ten Kansas City, and it was thirty six to seven. Pittsburgh kicked that like pathetic field goal late <laughs> in the game to make it thirty six to
1: ten. We got double digits. Double, double, double.
0: <laughs> What does? Let's just go around. I don't know. We, uh, we can say what does each team need to do. And I'm pretty sure we all know what Kansas City needs to do. Maybe a little bit on the Steelers and then what... Kansas Roy City
2: just needs to show up. <laughs> they just need to be... Yeah, they just need to play yeah. the game. Pittsburgh needs to stop Kansas City from scoring and they need defensive touchdowns. Gonna That's need, how they're going to win. They're going to
1: need a godly performance in Watt. I mean, godly. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's going to have to have to... I mean, totally disrupt what Patrick Mahomes wants to do. If
2: they win, it's not... There's no scenario where it's like, wow, Big Ben was lights out. Like, I, <laughs> right. I can see, like... Could I, can like see I can see paper headlines. headlines, Big Ben
0: was <laughs> lights out. I could <laughs> maybe,
2: if anything, it'd be like... Pittsburgh defense is, like, insane. Gets like... Like, if they get some crucial turnovers, and then I could see Najee, you know, having a really good game. But, like... Man, those chances are so slim. Like, so many things have to come together for Pittsburgh to win this game. Like, it has to be just a defensive shutdown, like, their defense would just have to turn off the lights for the, the Chiefs, and then once that happens, then the, like, they probably, I think it would have to go through Najee, like, it's just, but even then, like, the Chiefs defense hasn't been that bad, I don't see I don't a Chris way, let that happen. I, don't, I don't see a way that the Steelers can win this game at all.
3: Yeah, I don't know, I think... Uh, they, the Steelers have to play a Titans versus Patriots game like a few years ago where it's just like dominant from start to finish defensively. And, I mean, I, I will say that I think if Patrick Mahomes plays all four quarters, I don't think there's a chance. <laughs> but if if they can hit him, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. That's that's one of those things, you're, the game you're playing is like <laughs> – The Steelers literally just have to get after him. Like, there's no tomorrow. That's the only way I can see them. Like, just offensively, they're not going to be able to do enough. I think the Chiefs' defense will be able to solve the mystery of running the ball up the middle and Big Ben throwing the ball five yards down the field. And I just don't think if the Steelers can't score more than like 17 points, there's just no way in my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean the recipe to beat the Chiefs is run the ball, time of possession, play defense. Well, they can do one half of that, and I think that's the story of this game. Like a Sorensen uh, pick six in the future too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I don't want to echo everything you guys say. I if they get, if T.J. wants got to get after him, well, I'm, I'm echoing everything you guys said already. You, if they can make Mahomes go, they struggled early in the season. We've seen this offense struggle. You have to make him take the underneath routes and be bored all game. And if you have that in a combination with getting after him, you can really limit the Chiefs. And I don't know. I, I don't think it happens, but there there definitely is a recipe. Uh, I'll just say that. I think mm-hmm. and and having Watt makes it makes it easier for sure. I mean Ben's gonna have to play. You, you said lights out. He's gonna have to be. He, he's gonna like you he's cannot turn the ball over. Season. Yeah, you can't turn the ball over once. Um. I mean, yeah, they they have to play perfect.
1: I mean, I'm looking at the game they did play. Thirty-six, ten. Najee Harris, nineteen carries for ninety-three yards. That's wow. pretty good for him. Yeah. I mean, but the Chiefs, their leading receiver was Byron Pringle with six receptions, seventy-five yards, and two touchdowns. Like, <laughs> wow. They can beat you. however That's they what want. I'm saying. I mean, it's they. Like, what they'll are they beat you however yeah. they want. What are right. they gonna do? What, was that the game where there was one
2: game where the Chiefs were like dominant, and then in fantasy, Kelsey had like. He had like two catches for like 10 yards or something like um, that. Like
1: I don't even see him receiving much to be honest That might have been
2: it. He didn't have a catch. Did
1: he play? Maybe he didn't he play had, did, did he have COVID that pass. game? He might have. Yeah. But Tyra killed two for 19.
0: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's insane.
1: Yeah, they can be trying really well.
0: All right, final game, the Monday night game. Arizona at the Rams, 520 Pacific time on ESPN. Rams are four-point favorites. They split in the regular season. Matthew. This one's going
3: to be tough. I don't know. The Cardinals have been so up and down. What they need to do offensively, which they showed in the Cowboys game a little bit, you've you got to be able to get that run game going with Edmonds and Connor. Uh, Connor was at the Cowboys game, but you got to be able to get that to work because right now, without D-Hop, they really just don't have that identity these they used to have as an offense. And It starts with that run game. Uh you know, if you're the Cardinals going against that Rams offense, I mean, you need you need to get pressure on Stafford, and you got to get back to that. I mean, he's he's shown when there's pressure on him, when he needs to make a play, he's willing to force the ball on the tight coverages. And you know, the big thing with the Rams is Cooper Cup, literally. And the, Cooper Cup had an amazing game against the Niners, and it just wasn't enough because it wasn't like the nuclear, you know, 17 catches yeah. for 220 yards. Uh, I don't know. There's somehow some way. It's like it's a very clear path they have, you know, the Rams, you know, offensively. It's like if Cooper Cup is, you know, wide open fifty percent of the time, you know, we can balance it out and march down the field and do whatever we want. But I don't know. I just the Cardinals have been so up and down on a roller coaster, even in the Rams have been in the same boat. I I like the Rams, but and that's who I'm going to pick but this game is just it's kind of ugly I don't Mm -hmm. know it's just kind of it's one of those things where it's like both of these teams could be so much better than they are I totally agree and I think I think turnovers you know as they always are is going to be a huge part of this game because I think both teams are going to turn the ball over I think they both have enough playmakers in the secondary to make it happen Eric Weddle yeah it's yeah it's wild and I I just think turnovers are going to have a huge part of this game no matter what, even if they're both two turnovers each. like I think they're, it's just going to defense and making big plays and big sacks is going to be the story of this game.
1: So look at this, the stats of both of the games they've played. Um, it's very interesting to look at the Cardinals stat sheet because A.J. Green, two of his best games are against the Rams, and that's because hop has been limited, limited by um, Ramsey. So without Hop, A.J. Green probably going to get that treatment, and uh, who does he go to now? Um, I'm going Rams in this one. I just think that I think Arizona screwed up their season when they decided to not kick a field goal and actually have a good chance at the game and get DeHalp hurt and everything. So I think they're. I think it's going to be really tough. Kyler, the game they won, he was, had two touchdowns, no interceptions. The game they lost, he had zero touchdowns and two interceptions. So there you go. that's the story of the game. I think he's going to struggle finding open people. He's going to have to use his legs a lot, but I think the Rams are going to be just fine in this one.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything really new to add from what you guys said. I thought you summed it up really well. Matthew, I think you were dead on with saying this is the disappointment games. Um, I think both of these teams have underachieved. I I don't think either of these teams have the... I have right now, the way they're playing, I don't think either of these teams could win the Super Bowl. I've been super disappointed by the Rams. Uh, they, they've they gone all in, and I just I don't really like this team right now. But I'm going to take the Rams because the Cardinals have not looked good at all the past couple weeks. And, yeah.
1: Did you pick someone, Eli?
2: I was just looking at all of our picks. And besides... Besides Cincinnati and Las Vegas, we've all said the, same, all the same thing. Yeah. But the tragic thing is, is I have nothing else to add of that, and I'm thinking the Rams. I don't really like <laughs> any seems teams, well, but... Well, okay,
0: but to be fair, we picked them all straight up. That's why yeah, you do spread, is that because they're way more interesting. It'll, it'll
2: get harder. <laughs> yeah, it'll get harder for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I don't have anything else to add to that. Offensively, I mean, I don't... Ramsey will take care of all of their receiving options, and if they just worry about James Conner... Like I don't know, it's I don't know. Car- or, Carolina? Cardinals are gonna have a really hard time trying to put up points, and they would only need a couple. Uh, oh my gosh! They would only need it like Cooper Cup will find his catches. The Rams, I think, will win just fine.
0: All right, that's all the games. Do we have do we have anything else? Any parting words? <coughs> Love football. Yeah, we only it's, have... It's going to be a great weekend. Only two more weekends with Saturday and Sunday football. Enjoy Let's them while we got them. Um, yeah. Start a bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, rock out. We're ready for rock to